Good morning, everyone. Welcome to our podcast, Musk Mistakes. My name is Emily Nirvan. I'm Sonia Thor. And I'm Emily Dethridge. Today, we'll be talking about tax news and concepts to help you understand what is going on in the tax world. Recently in the news, there's been a lot of chatter about Elon Musk and his ticking tax time bomb. Have you guys heard of it? Uh, no, actually, I haven't. I've seen a few tweets, but not much other than that. So over the last two weeks, this topic has been all over the news. Elon's Twitter went crazy. He went on Twitter to have his followers answer a survey on his stock in Tesla. He decided to tweet, much is made lately of unrealized gains being a means of tax avoidance. So I propose selling 10% of my Tesla stock, which is quite a lot for him. And he let his followers decide what he was going to do with his stock in Tesla. While the survey was active, 3.5 of his 65 million followers voted as to whether he should sell or hold his stock. The results came out with 58% of his followers saying that he should sell 10% of his stock and of his current stock in Tesla. Musk has made it clear numerous times that he doesn't actually receive a salary or monetary compensation for his position at Tesla or any of his other startup companies. His source of income comes from performance-based incentives that are written into his executive contracts, which means that he basically just making sure that the companies he oversees are meeting certain benchmarks. Most of these incentives are stock options. So the only way he could really pay for hefty, hefty taxes thrown his way would be to sell off his stock of the companies. So is tweeting about selling stock market manipulation? I mean, there is a lot that goes into that, especially with Elon, because he has a lot of weight in the stock market. Would that have changed? Did that have any effect on his stock pricing? I mean, I'm sure it would. Yeah, I think it actually like went down a little bit. And his actual wealth was affected. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's crazy. So what has happened that's put him in this spot in the first place? Okay, so to give a little background on his story, he received stock options in 2012, which he invested and they'll be expiring in August of 2022 or next year. So this has given rise to Elon needing to exercise those options. Uh, Though as Musk starts to sell any stock, he's going to start running into a few little snags. A way that Musk has been able to monetize his shares without selling them is to take out loans against his shares. If we could all just do that. Uh, (laughs) That Musk's option, uh, with the way that they were structured, most likely won't qualify for preferential tax treatment. Um, If he actually exercises his options, his tax bill could reach $1.5 billion, first world problems. Uh, But actually, Elon has already started exercising the options and selling the shares. You can easily look up and find the filing that that Musk made with the Securities and Exchange Commission. Uh, with a start date of November 8th, and the sales are still ongoing. At the bottom of the filing, you can easily read in a footnote that Elon is selling shares in common stock to satisfy the reporting person's tax withholding obligations related to the exercise of the stock options. So Musk has stuck to his word and sold about $10 billion worth of shares, which I'm sure more sales will come. Because the amount is not enough to cover the 10% he would have to sell. In the past few days, he has sold roughly 9.2 million shares 
but the target count of the 10% would be 17 million shares. Can y'all even imagine selling that much? No, like just like offloading just 10 billion, just like quickly in a few days. I'm just like, seriously, just the ease that he can do that with. And I can't imagine letting Twitter make that decision for me. Uh, Anyways, along. So um, what are the tax implications of these decisions? So his stock options are taxed as ordinary income because the options have been deemed compensation and aren't currently being held for investment. As stated earlier, these options were awarded to Elon in a 2012 package as an employee incentive being taxed at ordinary income rates. The income being taxed will be the difference between the current market value of the stock and the stock in the strike price, so the difference of $1,006 and (laughs) (laughs) $6.24. Though the market is fluctuating quite a lot right now, so we'll see. A lot have questioned why Musk is selling his existing shares that he's already held for a few years and not those from the options exercise. The existing shares have a low cost basis and high value, increasing the gains that Elon would be taxed on. The already existing shares are creating huge long-term capital gains, which comes from IRC section 1222 as capital assets being held for more than a year. In most cases, as options are being exercised, most executives and companies immediately sell the exercise shares to pay for the taxes they created, which means that no capital gains are being created with the shares. Yet, if you look at Elon's case, he's selling existing shares, which have long-term capital gains to pay on the to pay the tax on the exercised options, which are taxed at ordinary rates. Does that make any sense? Almost. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of hard because you kind of have to keep track of what's happening with the existing shares and what's happening with the option shares. Like, right? I pity his accountant deeply. I have a spreadsheet for that. <laughs> I had to read through the article a couple of times to straighten out all the concepts being talked about. Essentially, <laughs> Elon will pay taxes twice, once on the capital gains and once on the options at ordinary income tax rates. This is a complicated situation that makes me question what Elon is actually considering. He actually tweeted about it too, stating that his actions were closer to tax maximization than minimization. It makes me curious as to why he's doing it like this and why he's planning his transactions in this way. Yeah, you'd think that like his his advisors would be like, um, let's not. <laughs> let's There's not probably- create all this tax at one time. <laughs> right. There's probably some backdoor thing that we don't know about that's going on. Probably. So some are saying that even though Elon's actions are a little bizarre, he is still exercising his options before they expire in August. If he doesn't touch them, billions are left on the table. And additional ownership of Tesla isn't even touched. Either way, he still has a lot of money to work with. Right now, he's just cashing out his shares and giving himself money. He might need the extra cash to invest in his other projects like SpaceX or the boring company. And <laughs> it's it's literally called the boring company you made me laugh because of which i am all about the boring company i'm not gonna lie to you guys <laughs> boring you know, company. i love it 
It's all about tunnels. And I think tunnels would make traveling much quicker. You yes, can I sign can. me up for the boring company. <laughs> make all our lives so much simpler. Oh, yes. So an interesting tidbit on the topic of taxing his earnings, Elon will not be taxed on the state level. Federal capital gains taxes will most definitely apply to the non-option shares, but state income tax will not. Did you know that he recently moved to Texas to be closer to the new Tesla factory? I'm sure that's the only reason. (laughs) Yeah, that's very convenient when you used to live in California. (laughs) So as we all know, Texas does not have a state income tax, (laughs) though a drawback comes from the fact that Elon earned the 2012 share options while he worked in California. So sadly, those options will be taxed on the California state taxes as they were earned as compensation. Because of the preferential tax treatment outlined in the American Taxpayer Relief Act of 2012, which is Public Law 112-240, the existing shares will be seen as long-term capital gains with preferential tax rates of 0, 15, and 20%. If you look at the history of the changes in the rates between capital gains and ordinary income and the holding period for capital gains, there is a lot happening. Because the rates all change with the political climate. There was the Tax Reform Act of 1986, the Revenue Reconciliation Act of 1993, the Taxpayer Relief Act of 1997, the Jobs and Growth Tax Relief Reconciliation Act of 2003, and lastly, like we just mentioned, the American Taxpayer Relief Act of 2012. And and all these have modified and changed capital gain rates, and it's really complicated to like try to follow it. And now you want to why people can't keep up with what's doing what. I'd like to think of these changes as job security for tax accountants. <laughs> as a recovering tax accountant, it is a pain, but it does keep you employed. <laughs> that, that is actually pretty true. The bright side of it all. Uh, so this tops it. So this topic and subsequent tweets uh, come after a lot of debate after the proposal to tax billionaires on their asset holdings. A lot of wealth is held in stock options and the, appreci- the appreciation uh, that they have acquired over the years. I mean, Elon's amassed wealth is mainly held in stock of Tesla. He owns roughly 17% of Tesla shares. Well, eh, now about 16% of Tesla, which is valued at about $200 billion dollars. The wealth of billionaires resides in the skyrocketing values of their assets, which are usually stock and property. So by the U.S. tax laws, those gains are not taxable income unless the individual actually sells the assets and recognizes the gains. So when tax law came to effect in 1913, there weren't distinctions between gains on capital assets and other income. Though Congress eventually took on the approach of enacting preferential treatments on the sales of disposition on the sale or disposition of capital assets. So the most defining case on that issue was Eisner versus McComer, a United States Supreme Court case that took place in 1920. Ms. McComer owned shares in an oil in an oil company. In a stock dividend, she received about 1,100 additional shares, which were valued at about $20,000 at that point. So at the time, statute stated that the stock dividend were to be included in income and that the certificates should be taxed as income. Though there wasn't actually any money distributed in that dividend, 
so she did win the case and was issued a refund for the overstated tax liability. So it was determined that Congress was not empowered by the 16th Amendment to tax the stock dividend as income that was lawfully and in good faith against the profits accumulated by the corporation. So namely, the case stated that mere growth and increment of value in a capital investment is not income. Only realized gains can be taxed. And this concept has been fundamental in the United States tax system. This decision, however, has not stopped the idea of a wealth tax from being popular among groups and politicians. Did you guys see um, at the Met Gala, um, Alex, uh, Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's tax the rich dress? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I think stuff like this has been all over social media, especially in the past several years about eat the rich or tax the rich and all that kind of stuff. Um, and it's interesting to see how this trickles down into actual um, political movement. Um, one example being the ultra millionaire tax act of 2021 proposed by Senator Elizabeth Warren. This proposes a 2% annual tax on the net worth of households and trusts between $50 million and $1 billion, an additional 1% surtax on net worth of households and trusts above $1 billion. I have a quick question. Yeah. Do you think if Elizabeth Warren had $50 million that she would try and implement this tax? <laughs> oh. Good question. I, I can't even imagine what it would feel like to have fifty million dollars. So right. it's hard for me to conceptualize. If I actually got that, I really wouldn't want to let it go. So, yeah. right. Well, some of the pros of this kind of tax would be it would only apply to a very small percentage of the population. <laughs> um, it, it incentivizes. Like- oh, go ahead. It feels like Robin Hood. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's funny. Um, No, you're good. It incentivizes using your wealth instead of saving it. And it could raise a large amount of tax dollars as 1% on $50 billion is not not a small number. (laughs) I know. Not at all. A few cons would be that it could encourage the ultimate ultra wealthy to leave the country so instead of moving from california to texas (laughs) leaving the u.s just in general and taking their money with them tesla now in germany (laughs) um it would incentivize people to invest in areas harder to value in order to avoid taxes it would most likely be challenged on its constitutionality i'm sure there's a lot of lawyers that would be ready to get paid to fight this long fight (laughs) the tax law is not only good for accountants it's good for lawyers too it's true (laughs) and i also feel like this would be very hard to track as instead of just knowing the um, value on the day that you purchased it and the day that you sell it you would have Mm. to track each year the way your value fluctuates wow and that would be a lot yeah microsoft's gonna get more money now (laughs) For sure. Um, (laughs) So to give you an understanding of what Elon has actually paid in real taxes from his wealth from 2014 and to 2018, in those five years, Musk's wealth grew 
13.9 billion dollars his total <laughs> his total income reported on his tax return was 1.52 billion and his total taxes paid were 455 million dollars wow his true tax rate for those years though was only 3.27% and he mm. paid no federal income taxes in 2018 and those are just 2018 numbers if we look at the numbers of Elon's wealth, his fortune just recently passed $300 billion after the stock price prices increased with his announcement that Tesla vehicles would soon be available in China. Oh. Tesla's stock increased 44% this year, causing his wealth to increase $109.6 billion just this year. Good gracious. This kind of scares me a little bit. I'm just like, yeah. Scared? <laughs> all of this added wealth and unrealized gains that aren't taxable transactions and they just sit there and it just accumulates more and more jeez it's actually quite comical to read the exchanges that elon makes on twitter he is known for his quirky and random messages that leave a lot of people confused kind of like the market manipulation like it just like sends a lot of people into a tailspin oh yes yeah. I don't know when it was specifically, but about maybe two to three weeks ago, Bernie Sanders made a tweet or comment on Twitter about the wealthy paying their fair share and emphasizing his stance on taxing the wealthy. Elon's response was simply, I keep forgetting that you're alive. (laughs) Wow. Yes. And if you look further into Elon's tweets, he actually kept on egging Bernie on by writing tweets that said, want me to sell more stock, Bernie? And Bernie is a taker, not a maker. All the tweets have been exchanged. All the tweets that have been exchanged usually give me a nice laugh. Actually, my brother-in-law just follows Elon on Twitter because he finds it comical when he posts. You never know what he's going to post or what he's going to be talking about or what is going to be appearing on your feed. I would argue that Twitter does not bring out the best in literally anybody. (laughs) Yes. I might eventually have to actually sign up for Twitter just for this. (laughs) I was reading, I literally just like went on like a random scroll the other day and was reading Elon's tweets and like I was dying laughing just like (laughs) reading them to my family. I was like, guys, listen to this. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. So I think we had a few questions for our audience um, just to keep them on their toes, make sure they were listening. Yes. So how much stock has Elon Musk offered to sell in his tweet? In what year did the Supreme Court recognize the difference between capital gains and ordinary income? And what is the main issue with Elon's tax transactions? I hope you have enjoyed your time with Musk Mistakes. Come back Thank you again. so much. <laughs> Thanks, guys.